Welcome back to Bit Different, everybody. This is Satine. And this is Rob. Hi. 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 How you doing? <laughs> I am a robot. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I mean, is that good? I Do- have no emotions. How is, how is they that? They are dead. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. Oh. No, it's great. Oh, good. It's better to have no emotions. <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine so. It makes you a little more bulletproof. Yeah. yeah. What's up? Oh, nothing i haven't really been doing a whole lot that's okay because i've done a lot yeah at least seen a lot was i've been doing a lot of tv watching yeah i have too okay so we got tv to talk about okay yeah you first okay well let me update you on my eyeball that was falling out in the last podcast it seems to be stuffed back in just from what i'm seeing it's stuffed back in. I went to the doctor and he was like, ooh, he, he said, you need meds ASAP. And Don't you like, love when oh. a medical professional responds like that? Yeah. It was actually terrifying. He's like, ooh, you should have seen me sooner. I was like, well, I couldn't get an appointment. And he's like, oh, well, still should have seen me sooner. I was like, okay. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to worry you or anything. I was like, well, it's too late. You're worrying me now. Yeah, so here we are. Yeah, after that, I would be worried. <laughs> yeah, but I've been taking the meds for three days now, and it's cleared up a ton. Like, the infection's pretty much gone. It's still puffy, and it's still a little wonky, but hopefully in time. Like, I notice each day I can open my eye a little more. That's good. That's a good sign. And does it hurt at all? Um, it's it just really uncomfortable as anymore. Okay, well, that's good. I, I I honestly don't even realize it still looks crazy until I look in the mirror and go, oh, it's a little off, but that's okay. Well, better than constant pain. Yeah, constant pain. But however, I did get some good TV time in. Ooh, so what were you watching? I watched, and I've never done this before. Oh, but in one sitting, I watched the entire season. Because I can, I'm a two-episode girl. If I go to three episodes, it's very rare. I can watch three in a row. Oh. The entire season of Riverdale. Holy shit. Yeah. How many episodes is that? Only 13. Okay, so that's, still, that's still 13 10 episodes. 10 hours yeah. of watching the show Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, but it's really good. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's cheesy, but it's kind of like... Gossip Girl cheesy, where it's like kind of slutty and fun and and mysterious, and you know you got all the kids in there: Archie, Betty, Veronica. The um, what are the the girls? Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> what are the? What's that band called? Josie and the Pussycats. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The Amen. Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, they're in it. It's really good. You should watch it if you like. That sort of thing. That's it's not typically my genre of show. But it reminds think. me of Life is Strange, a lot, which I still haven't finished. Oh yeah. But like, it's like, uh, one of uh, Todd and my friends is a writer on that show. Really? Mm-hmm. I want to meet. I haven't seen him in forever. Mm-hmm. Some a... friend. I know. Well, we're not <laughs> close, uh, but we're friendly. Okay. You know, if we we're see each friendly. other, we say hi. That's um, good enough for me. But yeah. Cute. Yeah. So well. It might not be your show, but anybody out there who likes that kind of teen, you know, juicy story. Teen scandal. Yes. The Pretty Little Liars situation. Watch it. Well, there's oh, a bunch and- of beautiful people acting badly. Yeah. And they introduced the, um, I forget his name, but I think it's Kevin, the gay character who had his own comic book for a while. So it's cool. It's pretty progressive. And I like that. So nice. Yeah. 
What else you been watching? Anything else? Uh, I finished the first running through an entire season of a show. Well, I did this. Okay, well, I did this for this one too. Oh, the entire season because it's only four episodes. Oh, okay. I think I know where you're going on this one. Where am I going? You're going into Castlevania. I did. Town. I saw it just now um, before you came over. <laughs> uh, Todd and I watched episode one of Castlevania. We have not watched any more of it, but yeah, it's a hundred minutes total for all four episodes. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think? I liked it. I didn't love it. That's how I felt. Um, and uh, mm-hmm. it's weird. A friend of mine was the executive producer on that one. Really? Wait. Yeah, it's like we know people, apparently. The fourth episode is the best episode. Well, and like, to be honest, like, I didn't hate any of the first episode. I, I just, didn't hate it, know. but it was slow. Two is just very, I don't, not much happens in it. Three, it's more to deal with the church. And but four is epic. <laughs> well, and you know it already got picked up for season two. Well, four episodes, whoop de doo. <laughs> but now we might get four more. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe season two will be longer. There better be a season two because they just kind of left it at nothing. <laughs> but like it's you know, uh, yeah, it came out. It did well enough, I guess. And they have decided that there will be a second season. Well, that's good. Congratulations. Congratulations on your 8.2 on IMDb. Yes, I did look it up. Wow. Thank you. All right, then. And I love um, Richard Armitage. Who is he? He does the voice of Belmont, Simon Belmont, or Trevor Belmont. Okay. And he plays the Sheriff of Nottingham in the BBC version of Robin Hood, which I lived for. Hold on. I feel I need to look up what this man looks like. Oh, he was also one of, he was the King Dwarf in The Hobbit. Oh, I'm looking him up now. He's cute. He's very handsome. British. Yummy. No? Yeah, I mean, yes, I see him. No, he's not especially familiar. I mean, I've seen the, the, was it, oh, The Hobbit. I guess he was, um, Keith was telling me he was also in Hannibal. Which I never watched. I've heard that show is very good, though. Yeah. So, well, Richard Armitage, he's cool. He's good peeps. We like him. What have you been watching? Um, I... Oh, he's that guy from The Hobbit. Yes, I didn't recognize him. Not all the hair, and I think he's wearing a fake nose. Yeah, he is. They all have prosthetic noses. Yeah, I didn't recognize <laughs> him without the nose. Um, and all that hair. Um, I am continuing my... Uh, that motorcycle sounds like it has a cold. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm finishing my a complete watch through of Frasier. And you too, huh? Who else is doing that? My roommate. Really? I listened- watching Frasier. God, so obnoxious. Oh, I love it. I love Frasier. Um, it's all but Niles. He's the he's the best. Um, and so I just I like Daphne. Well, Daphne, <laughs> like the whole Niles and Daphne storyline is amazing. Yeah. Um, and I just finished season five. So Damn. in like ten episodes, and because I'm a couple episodes into season six, so in like ten episodes, I will be halfway through the show because it is eleven seasons, <laughs> and there are like twenty episodes per season, right? Twenty four. Yeah, that's when seasons used to actually be more than twenty episodes. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's a lot of show, mm-hmm. um, but I'm enjoying it so far, and it is interesting watching it like all at once, just because it really does give you an idea of the sort of like arc that each season does, hmm. because you see the season finale right before the season premiere, and you get to see like kind of what they're doing mm-hmm. with all of that sort of stuff like um 
just in that they tend to end with like some sort of you know cliffhanger sometimes or like a big uh revelation on the care for the characters and so um did you ever watch cheers i did not watch cheers and so that's crazy same with my roommate he never watched cheers but like how do you watch fraser and not watch cheers well and it's especially interesting in like this i think the first season and maybe the second um they bring in characters from cheers Uh. like uh there's an episode with Sam, uh-huh. which is what Ted Danson, yeah, an episode with Diane, which mm, is that's, Diane. uh Shelley Long, yeah, right. And then, um, was he married to Lilith during his time on Cheers? Oh, I don't remember, played by BB Newworth. I do not remember, okay, because I don't know if she's a Cheers character or not, but like, we've already had an episode with both Sam and Diane separately, and so, um, it is kind of interesting, like, especially in the early you know run of the the show it's like they needed to keep bringing in the cheers thing he mentions all the time about how he just moved to seattle from boston like Mm. how he uprooted his life and moved there's all like they he talks a lot about like the cheers era at the beginning and now it's especially now in season five like or six they've completely kind of moved off into like their own thing they're um, like we don't need to be on the tail end of Cheers. Exactly. Like we're and it's such a different show. Yeah, it is. And so it, it is kind of fascinating to see a spin-off of Cheers be so completely different cuz they followed a character who was unlike any other character on that show. So, cuz I, I mean, I, it's like when Lucy Lawless did her own thing away from Hercules. Completely different show. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> um but yeah, so uh, finished season five of Frasier. And then also over the weekend, Todd and I watched Okja. Okja! I saw Okja. Oh, you watched it? Yeah. What'd you think? Okja! <laughs> I liked it. Tilda Swinton was hilarious. That's, I liked it too. I didn't love it, um, but I, I did like it. Um, it was cute. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird. Uh, talking about Okja, a lot of people at the office either saw it and hated it or won't see it because they, hated yeah why hated though I, I think they just feel it's com- like so nothing special that it's not worth watching um it's a commentary it is and it, but it does kind of hit you over the head with a hammer a little bit like with its message um but like i didn't have a problem with that per se um and i thought okja was adorable yeah he's um, so cute and so like um, we've been calling Braddock our little super pug because she's kind of like a super pig, mm-hmm. but just super pug. Um, and uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's weird though compared to the guy's two previous like big movies. Um, I'm like more of a fan of Snowpiercer. And see, and I hated well Snowpiercer. And a lot of people I talked to who hated Okja also very much hated Snowpiercer. And um, but then like the host is also like one of my favorite movies I, ever. Oh, uh, I didn't see that. I know what you're talking about though. And so, and it's been interesting, sort of like uh, canvassing coworkers and stuff, just because so many of them hated Okja, and then so many of them didn't like any of his previous work either with the exception of the host the host is like the one that people tend to be somewhat okay with if they hate the rest of his work or they flat out like the host which makes them realize okay we like this movie we don't like this director gotcha um i didn't mind okja at all i i thought thought it was was cute it reminded me more of a like a children's story it is very much just child loves livestock wants to save livestock from butcher yeah it's, it's a very simple story i thought it was really. worth it for tilda because well, she was fucking crazy i funny. like tilda uh jake gyllenhaal though i was amazed how much i did not like him in it 
He was weird. His character was too over the top. Hashtag uber weird. Yeah. Too over the top to be like a character I could really, I won't say tolerate, but a character I could really handle for any real stretch of time. Yeah. I mean, he was literally like an anime character. He was. And yeah. his, his on-camera personality, when he was on camera, was much more acceptable like, to uh, me. Yeah. But as soon as the voice went yeah. up here, I was kind of uh-huh. done. Yeah. Uh, he was a weird one. Yeah. So. But. That's cool. Yeah, that was my weekend. It was a lot of uh, yeah. a lot of TV watching, and I had to go buy new jeans because I broke the zipper on my previous pair of jeans. Oh, and... are you packing down there? Oh yeah, and, it was, <laughs> and it's the only pair of jeans I could wear to work um, because they didn't have like holes and stuff in them. So I had to go buy new pants. You can't wear whole jeans to work. I can, except you know, I want to be somewhat it's a professional. casual environment. Yeah, but I also interface with clients occasionally and stuff. I just don't want to be that guy who looks like you know Wayne Campbell. With, you know, old ratty jeans. They're like, as long as you get the work done, we don't fucking care what you look like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I felt really guilty. I wore shorts on Friday because my jeans, the zipper was broken. I didn't have time to buy uh, jeans in time for Friday. And I wore shorts and I felt so guilty. And they're like, it's fine. It's hot. Like, they're shorts. And I was like, I know, but I feel so unprofessional. But Mm, Were they jean shorts? No, they were just shorts. Okay. Well, that's fine. They were good shorts. That's That's fine then. We're good. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, are you playing anything? Um, I, of course, still Uncharted multiplayer. But I I did watch um, Steven, who's my roommate's boyfriend, play Far Cry 4. A lot of it. That's why I saw that was being played on like your account, but I didn't yeah. know if it was. I figured since you weren't streaming it, it wasn't you. Yeah, it wasn't me. Well, I haven't been streaming because of my eye, even though I've been playing like Uncharted. Oh. Yeah, I was, I'm too embarrassed of it still. I mean, it honestly looks fine, sort of now, but whatever. Who cares? Um, yeah. So Far Cry Four is really cool, isn't it? And I like the style. Yeah. So I uh, probably play it. After Steven's finished. Have you I mean, enc- I could play it now, too, if I wanted to, but... Have you encountered my old crush? Uh, Sabal? Uh, yeah. I don't remember. I was... I've only seen most of the women in it. Like, the two women. So you've, you've, you've encountered Amita? Yes. And bad things happen to people. Yeah, nothing really good happens to people in Far Cry, typically. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, even the animals suffer. <laughs> but I do like that you can run around on an elephant and crash through things. That is amazing. <laughs> Too bad you can't ride the tiger. That no. would be really cool. Yeah. Or Okja. <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, watched that, and then... Um, my roommate Keith, he got bound and is obsessed with it. He beat it in oh. one sitting, and he loves it. He yeah. said, "I have to play it." So. Bound is is a good one sitting game. Yeah, it, the animation of Bound, yeah. is it's beautiful. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, which it makes sense given that it is a game about like dance and movement. Mm-hmm. Its animations better be fucking good, it's and they pretty are flawless. Yeah. Well, and that game is really cool in VR. Oh, see, yeah, that'd be cool in VR. You are pretty much a camera. Oh. Like, you don't play as the character in VR, but, like, you are a camera that moves through the space with the character. And so, of course, there's so many things kind of flying through the air. It really creates this really great uh, kind of um, – uh, it creates a really great sort of perspective of mm. um, just – of uh, trying to think of the right word for it. Like, 
like fluidity or movement or well just it uh there's it's it i it really establishes an environment sort of thing it, like and it, it places you in the world in that sort of immersion because there's so much shit flying around you yeah do you see her arms like flail around when she's dancing and mm-hmm. stuff yeah i mean she she's still right in front of you like she's still oh i'm thinking it was tethered to her head no you are like a almost like a surveillance camera like you are a like similar to the camera that you, your main screen has gotcha except everything's in 3d yeah so cool. it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun to play. The music's nice. good. So, yeah. Excellent. Cool. Um, yeah, so uh, playing-wise, I started dabbling in the new Crash Bandicoot remasters. Because I actually never played Crash Bandicoot games before. They're cute. They're what cute. do you think? Uh, they're cute. They feel... Al- it feels. They feel dated. It feels dated, because it is. I mean, it's an old... Even the movements are very harsh this is actually it's gotten much better though than the original because the original happened before analog sticks so it was all d-pad uh which meant you either were like running or not yeah and now it's like you can actually walk um from what i hear the game is harder because his collision is smaller which uh, he's like a pill-shaped collision box instead of a square one which means if you don't land like on the platform you You fall. fall and so uh from what i hear it is more difficult but um so far, so good. I've done like one boss worth of playing of it. Yeah, and it is. Yeah, I mean it's. Yeah, it's Crash neat. is cool. It's neat. Yeah, he's obscure. Yeah. Um. So I started dabbling in that. Very nice. And um, I don't remember if I uh, so I can note here. Um, I don't know if I talked about this on the last episode or not. I finished Nog. You and- you. You were playing it, and then you posted it in that you beat it. Okay. So I think, yeah, I was just playing it at the time. I think I might yeah. have finished it that night. Okay. Uh, or maybe the following day. But yeah, um, finished Nog um, with uh, <laughs> with Todd. And um, yeah, it was, it was cute. Like, the whole game is very cute. And I don't know if I used this um, description of it last time, but it's basically like a Fisher-Price toy for, for adults. Oh, like, no, you didn't. It's, it's a lot of buttons and switches and cranks and just assorted things like that you can manipulate. Maneuver, uh-huh. Yeah, and then and things happen. And so it kind of is like a Fisher-Price toy for a kid. Is it adults. like those Lego games where you build things? No, no, no. Everything's already built for you. But like you see like a box and there's like, you know, a button here and a crank there and all these things. And as you do each thing, it changes what the box is doing uh, or something like that. Oh, just, yeah. I rem- okay, yeah. yeah. And the whole thing looks like a flat very bright almost like a you know like puzzle a, like an eraser <laughs> like kind of like like you know think like a sanrio style like those flat very japanese looking cutesy erasers that might look like food gotcha. or something yeah the whole game kind of has this they really, look like plastic yeah it has this weird flat style to it like a sticker it's kind of fun cool yeah so it was cute I like that. so finished nog and oh before oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. i um steven has almost platinumed Final Fantasy 15. Jesus. Yeah. He's like 20 bosses away or something like that. Oh God. And I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Well, that's that's some commitment. That's commitment. He's like on a mission to <laughs> beat this thing 100%. 100? Mm-hmm. All right, then. <laughs> So maybe by next podcast, we'll see if he did it or not. Seriously, that is that is impressive because there's a lot of game there. There's a lot of game. He, he's even done the fishing aspect. Ooh, that really? was stuff I just did not have in me. Did not have the T-I-M. Yeah, that was not a thing <laughs> I was going to do. Oof. Yeah. Well, then um, I also finished two other games this weekend because I have a problem. 
Yes. Um, I finished Wolfenstein, the new, the 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 old blood. Okay. Uh-huh. Not the new blood, the old blood, which was that uh, expansion, the standalone expansion for it. Um, I was wrong about the total time it would take me because, like last time we talked, I think it was like at four hours, and I was at chapter five. I finished it in about five and a half hours. Okay. Um, for the eight the eight chapters that it was. Um, and I. I liked it, but it had its problems. Like, it definitely, it was a different kind of focus than um, The New Order was. And um, I gotta say, its third act, though, was really fun, because they completely sort of changed what the game was, more or less. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I do feel like I can probably talk spoilers at this point, just because... Yeah, go for it. It's old. So, uh, if you don't want to hear spoilers, you may want to, like, I don't know, fast forward a minute. Mm -hmm. Um, It brings in... Nazi zombies, much like all the Call of Duty games do. And of course, eventually Wolfenstein had to do it as well. Um, yeah, there's a thing like a. I felt like in the original there were Nazi zombies, though. Were there? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they just look zombie because well, they're pixelated. Maybe they maybe there were. I don't really recall all that well. But um I know like in the New Order there weren't. And so um it was a lot of like, you know, mechanically enhanced kind of things, like, you know, dogs with armor and stuff and like mechs. Oh, maybe like, that's what I'm thinking. No, nah, I mean there might have been zombies, though. I don't know. Huh. But like, yeah, I mean it's a sort of a staple of Call of Duty at this point. And so it's kind of funny to have like the original Nazi game or Nazi killing game yeah. uh bring in zombies. Because yeah. why not? Uh and so it was kind of fun. Why all, not? All of a sudden it became a little more horror esque and like it kinda went, you know, it, it went like in step with the the vibe of the game being more of like a 50s horror hmm. kind of thing so that was neat um, yeah that's cool but yeah it was uh i'm glad i did it zombies are literally the video game you know go to when all else fails yeah it is just like well let's throw some zombies in it i guess um and uh speaking of zombies the other thing that I did this weekend was I did the DLC for Dead Rising 4 called, oh. called Frank Rising. And um, I would consider this a spoiler, except that the fact that this DLC exists means that they've already sort of done the spoiler. Okay. Uh, so if you got plans to play Dead Rising 4 all the way through anytime soon, feel free to fast forward a I minute. Think, I think it's one of the games on sale right now. It is. It's. I believe it is. It is half price on Xbox. Well, right actually, now. I think the sale's over. I think it ended yesterday. Oh, all right then. Yeah, the reason why I played Frank Rising is because the season pass was like eight bucks instead of twenty. Gotcha. Um, and like the Frank Rising DLC on its own is normally ten. So I saved two bucks just by getting all the DLC. Sweet. Um, and so, uh, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't done that yet, but really the game is old. Uh, not super old, but you know. Whatever. I'm not going to preface this anymore. You've had time to pause or move on or whatever. Uh, at the end of Dead Rising 4, Frank dies. Frank and of Frankenstein? Frank West. Oh. <laughs> and to be honest, it really bummed me out. Like, a lot. Because I like Frank West. He was like one of my first crushes on the show. Oh, that's right. And it really bummed me out that he died. Uh, and luckily, this DLC sort of takes that and at least has fun with it because in it now frank is a zombie and frank has zombie powers sweet and so uh you are doing what you can to accomplish your goals and also hopefully get cured so um it's a nice little extra chapter in the saga of frank um because i like him 
And um, I'd be real sad if they killed off Chloe. <laughs> like I was really upset. Like when I finished oh. Dead Rising, if they uh, even dare in the Lost Legacy, <laughs> I am going to raise hell. <laughs> and so uh, the the one thing that's um, so Dead Rising, like Frank Rising, was cool in that um, he has new abilities and stuff, and it kind of gives a different dimension to the gameplay that the original game didn't do. Um, the big problem it has, it forces a countdown on you. You have to do the entire thing within 90 minutes or, or you game over. Or you are a zombie forever. Uh, yeah, because like pretty much what's going to happen is um, all of uh, where you are is going to be pretty much like obliterated. Bombed. And if you don't deal with it within 90 minutes and get out of there. I hate being timed for shit. Yeah. Which I like. I rushed through it. I think I finished with like twenty-two minutes on the clock, but I was still like sweating bullets because I had no idea when the, where the ending was. Yeah. Like for all I knew, the ending was thirty minutes away. Thirty minutes away. Yeah. How a day away? Yeah. And I was pretty efficient, but even then, like there was a lot of stuff I left undone because there's too much content to do. In Can you minutes. go back now and see I, what's up? Uh, I could, but I think the time the timer's always there. Oh, so you have twenty more minutes to. Check oh no no it. like i could restart it at 90 minutes but like you only have 90 minutes every time you start it it's not like you can go back with like no timer now uh it'd basically be like starting over boom. and um yeah so that's a little weird and uh but like it's not terrible it was nice and different but at the same time and it is kind of weird though to think like oh this 10 dollars dlc will last you 90 minutes period yeah like as someone who tricksy yeah someone who's like whatever you know about throwing 10 bucks at dlc that's not that upsetting to me but i can't imagine somebody who spends 10 bucks and then is expecting eight <laughs> ten hours of gameplay and they get 90 minutes yeah so um but i had fun with it um and i i like that it existed i was surprised that they made it just because it does kind of give away the ending um but uh yeah so that was fun i mean if you're gonna play the dlc you i'm sure you already know that that happens well yeah but just for them to advertise the dlc even i was like oh they're kind of showing what the ending was just to sell this thing. And of course, not it seems like not a lot of people played the DLC because um, when you... Uh, I know like PlayStation does this. If you look at your trophies, you can see how rare the trophy you unlocked is. Like gives you a percentage of people who have played the game of how many people have unlocked that trophy. Yeah. Microsoft does the same thing uh, on the Xbox, except mm. theirs, when you unlock a certain achievement, um, if it's a rare one, it makes a special noise on the pop-up and it has a little gem that spins um it's very fancy and uh and so um every single achievement i unlocked in the dlc was a rare one and every single trophy had been unlocked by uh anywhere from one to three percent of players that played dead rising 4 so i'm guessing a lot of people who played the original game did not buy the dlc let alone play it yeah so um yeah, mm. it looks like about 3% of people who played the game bought the DLC and actually started it. Yeah, wow. That's um, Oh, well. Because, yeah, the percentages continued to dwindle as I got to the end. Like, when I got to the ending, it was like 1.3% or something like that. Jeez. Yeah, it was, it was not... I was not in good company when I finished it. I it think was kind of on my own. Steven Platinum's Final Fantasy <laughs> 15, he'll be the only one. <laughs> there are others. <laughs> but, yes. Um... We uh, should, are we moving on to word of the week? Oh yeah, I'm ready to learn. Yeah, we should call this section, hey Rob, how smart are you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm approximately smart. I usually kind of get around the definition of a word. Yeah. 
around. Yeah, but uh, rarely do I nail it. Yeah. You um, square the wagons. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, divigate is the word. Divigate. And it's a verb. I imagine it means to, uh, like, divide and distribute something amongst multiple people. That would be very good if it was even close. Damn it. Because it sounded like a combination of both divide and delegate. Yeah. So it just sort of seemed like a thing I would go with. Yeah, but it's so, wrong. So what, what <laughs> see? So okay, so I, I blew that. What is the actual uh, what is the actual definition of divigate? To divigate is to wander or stray. Ah. So it's more like divert. Yes. Than divide. Yeah. Cool. Divigate. That's a new one. I, tend I like to, that. I tend to do that when I talk a lot. Yeah. It's like a tangent. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. To divigate is to go on tangent. A tangent. Excellent. Approved. Approved. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess next sort of segment, um, I got some vinyl frontier news. <gasps> yeah. Um, there have been, like, it's weird. I think I've gotten some records I haven't but talked about. But we need about. a song for it. Yeah. It's the Vinyl Frontier. <laughs> I'll let you handle the jingles. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so just today, I uh, received from IM8Bit two new titles. Um, one of them is Coaster Planet, which is a soundtrack to a design a theme park game. Okay. Music is by Jim Guthrie and someone else. And Dick else. Dale. And <laughs> someone else. I don't know who. Not Dick Dale, though. <laughs> um, but Jim Guthrie is the guy who did the music did the music for uh, Sword and Sorcery and for Indie Game the Movie. Oh, okay. And um, I love his stuff. And that's actually the reason why I bought it. I've never played Coaster Planet. I don't even know what platform it's on. But PC, I'm guessing. Probably PC only. Um, but yeah, I, I was very excited about the, the soundtrack because it is a Jim Guthrie jam. And Very then nice. also the one that's a little bit more high profile and people are all sorts of excited about. It's called Hero of Time. And mm-hmm. it is an uh an orchestral performance of the soundtrack to Ocarina of Time. Wow. And that sounds cool. That had great music. And the the release is gorgeous. Like I'm a bit killed it on this one. Um and uh yeah it's two discs one of them is uh like purple and one of them is green they're both marbled and um the way they do like sides one two three and four it's a quarter heart a half heart three quarter heart and then a a whole heart sweet um and uh yeah it's really nice they like i want to say like the so yeah it's two discs there's like a die cut part in it of the of ocarina so you can see the sleeve on the inside and like there's uh gold embossing in it it's just a really 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 nice looking record that's sweet so yeah i have something to add to your vinyl frontier you do yeah so apparently i don't know if you've ever seen the movie wizards by ralph bakshi i have not well the vinyl soundtrack has been released really and it's a limited edition and it's pretty cool looking that's like what the vinyl looks like it's like a cool sticker yeah, so um, I was actually going to get it for my brother for his birthday, but then I think it's only available in Europe oh. or England. I could be wrong, though. Records are so easy to import. I can help you. Yeah, and I was <laughs> like, well, I wouldn't get there in time, so I'm sure he'd be fine without it. He's probably, like, <laughs> killing himself right now. Like, why didn't you get it for me? <laughs> because you got a seal. 
as the tea light holder. That's why. What? I got him at, um, like, this from Crane or CB2. Uh-huh. There's this seal holding a tea light holder. And I was like, oh, that's cute for his bathroom when he moves to Santa Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, amongst other things. I got him the headset. For the PlayStation, the gold oh. one. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he often has to use headphones when he plays. Yeah, so I got him the headset. I got him Henry the Seal. <laughs> you named him? He, they named him. Oh, he came already he came named? named, yeah. Oh, shit. And then I also got him, since he's moving, um, a house blessing candle from House of Intuition. So you're supposed to light it, do the spells, and it clears the bad energy of the previous people who live where you live. House of Intuition, that's on Sunset, right? Uh, There's one in Sunset in Echo Park, and there's one on Melrose. Okay. So I think I parked right in front of the one on Sunset last time I walked to I Am 8-Bit. Oh, yeah. It's right there. For an art opening. Yeah, they have great stuff. I I had no idea what they had. I just saw a bunch of like like, writing on the steps and stuff. Yeah, they're dope. They have (laughs) incense. They have spiritual gems and... And um, crystals, and they have um, crystals. Crystals. Speaking of crystals, <laughs> and da, 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 yeah, candles, the whole bit. It's all spiritual, fun stuff. Nice. Yeah. Oh, and I get my essential oils there. Oh, okay. Yeah. How essential are they? They're super essential when you stink. <laughs> <laughs> all right then. <laughs> so, um. Do you want to talk about uh, those, or do you want to talk oh. about some news? Oh, I do want to say also kind of, well, not even related. This is different, but Outfest is happening right now in L.A. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's the Gay, Lesbian, Transgender, Queer Film Festival. And um, my friend Rain Valdez and Sarah Pointer did a film called Hexed. That will be showing um, Saturday, July 15th at 9.45 p.m. It's a short. I make a little appearance cameo in it, a little it? cameo, and I did the makeup for it. So what I'll be there. What is your character's name? Probably Party Goer 4. <laughs> I'm going to call her Donna. Donna. Because I like you as a Donna when you're in things. I can definitely do Donna. <laughs> if I can play anybody, it's definitely Donna. <laughs> So yeah, Saturday fifteenth, nine forty-five PM. Go get your tickets. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So news. Want, oh, news. Okay. Um. Well. Um. So yeah, I'm excited to do. Uh. That just came out, I believe, couple days ago. Uh. Little Nightmares is getting multiple expansions. It's getting oh, three of them, which I love. This little twenty-dollar game is yeah. getting like you know three separate expansions for it uh the first one just came out it's called i believe the depths Hmm. and um i'm very much looking forward to going back into that game um once i get my disc back from uh whoever is borrowing it right now so how much are the expansions uh i'm not sure because i'm wondering if these people are really freaking smart and are like oh it's a 20 dollar game but if you want to play through all of it, here's ten more dollars per expansion. So you're actually paying fifty dollars for the game. Well, and to be honest, like the, I mean, yeah, I guess the twenty dollar game I think was is fine on its own at least. It's not like you are being denied, uh, you know, the the goodness there. Yeah. Like you're not being denied a whole lot. Oh, the expansion pack for like which has all three expansions, 
is 10 bucks. Oh, hey. So who knows? The expansions could each be 15 minutes long. Yeah. But um, it's pretty cool. But you love it. Yeah. For, for 30 bucks, you get the game and three other little pieces of it. Yeah, it's good. I love it. So um, that's something that I'm excited about. Very nice. Um, and um, sad bit of news sad bit different a sad bit different um it's been all over the facebook feed and so i just you know it's very sad but um i guess we're talking about nelson ellis from true blood uh died oh yeah really sad he played uh lafayette lafayette i actually helped him one time when i worked at nordstrom yeah he wears la mer really yes diva cream but he's i didn't realize he was straight in real life yeah 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 he's very bro when he like lafayette was like the best character on that show and i kind of hated that show to be honest like really i loved seasons one and two and after that i was kind of two is probably my favorite and yeah with the naiad Mm -hmm. and And i love her because she plays admiral um Admiral Kane in Battlestar Galactica. Oh, I need to watch that. That's so good. She's and she does a lot of uh, voice acting in video games as well, or she did. Yeah, I um, like her voice. She has oh, a good she's voice. also in Orphan Black. Yes. Yes. And so, yeah, I, I, you know, I liked the first two seasons, and by the time that show was done, Todd and I were like weird hostages to that show. We, I, we hated it to the bitter end, <laughs> but uh, we watched it. Because we because started you, it. You wanted Naked Eric to pop up. We started it, and God damn it, we were going to finish it. Yes. Um, but yeah, so sad. And uh, they just announced today more details about what he died from. Because uh, then he had like a heart failure type thing. And it turns really? out it was due to complications from alcohol withdrawal. Withdrawal? Yeah, uh, alcohol withdrawal is one of the few, I think, withdrawals that can actually kill you. Like, I mean, there's not alcohol. A... So was he an addict? I mean, it's, I, I don't know. I didn't read the whole article. I, can't, I don't want to be an authority on it, but it does seem like uh, I think most people that go through alcohol withdrawal to that degree had so much in, in their system that it is a thing that like, you know, when your body, I guess, gets used to it or something yeah. like that, like when you don't drink, you tend to shake and like you have your body's kind of wow. pissed. So I don't know. Um, very, That's really sad. Very sad news. So, yeah, very sad. Um, back to video games though, and good news. What's that? Uh, there's a VR title coming out for PlayStation. Uh, yesterday for everyone listening, the day this comes out. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow for us, it's called Fantastic Contraption, and mm. it is a game that was pretty popular on uh the Vive. Sounds like Mousetrap. It kind like you use your VR wands to like build a 3D contraption. And um, very it looks, cool. Looks really cool. I'm Where hoping, are you supposed to build though? A castle? I think the goal usually is to get like this thing into that thing, hmm. and so you have to like use various components and stuff to make it happen. There was a game back in the day for the PC, and I played it on the 3DO called uh, The Incredible Machine, and it was great because it gave you like very specific pieces, like uh, a mouse on a wheel and rubber bands and uh, candles and balloons and like a boxing glove that would punch out if you hit the back end of it mm-hmm. and stuff and the whole idea was to like get this into that and you had to find a way to use you know trampolines and conveyor belts and whatever tools it gave you because it didn't give you all the tools it just gave you a small yeah sort of selection way, yeah and you had to figure out where to arrange them and how in order to make everything work yeah and so um I'm looking forward to Fantastic Contraption because cool. it sounds more like that. Yeah. You know, Fantastic Contraption is literally a synonym for 
the incredible machine. That always reminds me of like the Goonies opening when Chunk is trying to get through the gate the, the and Rube, he has to do the truffle shuffle. And they, then they fire off the Rube, the Rube Goldberg device. I can never say that correctly. But What's yeah, that? That's one of those things where like, you know, you do a thing and the ball knocks over this and the book falls oh, over yeah. and, you know, breaks the thing with the hammer. Like it's just. That's it's, the name for doing it a, is a yeah, like that? a gravity or, you know, like a momentum Like a domino power. effect type of situation. Yeah, it's called a Rube Goldberg device. Wow, he gets his own device? Right. That's nice. Good for that guy. Good for him. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, do you have any news? I just call it the truffle shuffle device. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what you have to do to get to start. Yeah, that works too. I, I like that. I, I think that's like much more, uh, you know, um, just a nice way to sort of grounded in something fun yeah i do have news game of thrones season seven is starting july 16th on hbo i cannot fucking wait till cersei (laughs) brings it can you believe it has been over a fucking year since we had an episode of game of thrones which is fine with me only because there's so much shit to watch I feel like there has not been like a drought of content. There has not right. been a drought. It's not like I was waiting for Game of Thrones. It's just a happy little, oh, I'm here now. Well, and it's so weird. It felt like it was so far away because, of course, we always tend to get a new episode or new in season March. in March. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, four months later, we're finally getting it. And so, it just, you know why that happened? Yeah, because they had to shoot during the winter now. Yeah, because there wasn't enough winter snow. Um, and yeah, like I. It seems so far away when they're like, oh, it's coming in July. So I just kind of forgot about it. And I was like, I know I'm excited, but I, I just kept forgetting. And then it worked today. Someone was like, oh, yeah, on Sunday, Game of Thrones. I was like, <gasps> but it's crazy it's this week. I know. And they don't even really have it advertised anywhere. There's actually a White Walker billboard on me and Todd's block. <laughs> like, oh. but I, and I keep you know the what? date, but I keep forgetting that our date that we are currently living in is close to that date. That's true. I'm not, it's still hard for me to recognize that it is actually mid-july at this point how in the fuck did that happen i mean didn't we just have christmas seriously like i'm still in e3 at this point like my brain is still in june oh no because next week is comic-con baby we've oh my god we're rocketing forward in time yes we are time travelers we are always moving forward though i'm looking forward to 70 years from now. <laughs> um, but it's crazy. This Game of Thrones is going to be, what, seven episodes. It's not uh, not the season we're used to. True. But aren't they cutting it into two parts or something? Uh, this season is seven episodes. Next season is six. But it's still the same season. I think it's, they're literally calling it season seven and season eight. Oh, that changed. Yeah. I, I think. I could be wrong. Either way, though, we're getting only seven episodes now, and then we get six, and then it's done. Yeah, they were going to do one more season, but they split the season up is what I thought they were doing, but whatever. So it doesn't matter. Um, but I, like, there was also a nice little rumor, though, that next season, every episode might be feature length. So we're looking at like 90 minute episodes next Damn, season. I'm so excited. Because like this season, I think the finale is supposed to be like 80 minutes long. But we're also, um, according to a friend of mine, getting the shortest episode in the series history as well. 15 minutes. <laughs> it's more of a, uh, like a, a vine mm-hmm. really. Uh, <laughs> so um, it's a meme. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, I'm very excited about uh, the return of game of Thrones. And well, who do you think should rule on the iron throne? Uh, in all honesty, King's landing should belong to whom Daenerys. Really? Yes. 
The Queen of Dragons. Yes, Mother of Dragons. Whatever. <laughs> yes. That's how much I care. <laughs> yes, because all signs point to... Uh, and by Daenerys, I think you meant Cersei Lannister. No, I'm not a Cersei fan. How fucking dare you? <laughs> no, I mean, she's a badass lady, but I don't like her. Why? Because she, she brought glamour to King's Landing. Yeah, she also <laughs> brought like all sorts of fucking mayhem. Oh yeah. So by the way, spoilers abound for Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, if you uh, haven't uh, caught up yet. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I just I I have a hard time with her. Um. Really. Yeah. I mean, I gotta say, I've been enjoying that she's been sort of uh, going through the paces, and like she's kind of gone through hell in the last year. I'm okay with that. I think she's finally getting her up and comings. Well, unfortunately, I mean, a lot of shit has happened to no, her too. She's not getting her come up, and she's that's the not problem. a victim. Well, and if anything, like from this last season, she's lost everything that she ever cared about, ever. Which, but means, do you think she actually cared about anything? Yes, it's hard to say. She, I think, the only thing she ever cared about were her children. And her love with her brother. Nope, I don't think she cares about him. No, she cares about the children she had from him. Yeah, but like now that they're gone, she's dangerous. Like she's yeah, more she will blow up the fucking world. She's she more has dangerous to. than she was before. Yeah, she was dangerous before. Um, because like, she has no boundaries now. Yeah, there's nothing keeping her grounded or reasonable at all anymore. Like it's all. Oh, over. I so love a mad woman. Um. But like, Love, or no, what is it? Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Yep. So true. So, um, but also because of Game of Thrones, uh, this is a fun thing uh, that ties into video games. Wait, but we didn't well, go over our three favorite moments. But first, oh. video games. Oh, okay. No, it's still, <laughs> yes. ga- still Game of Thrones, though. Okay. Um, uh, PlayStation Plus members, the full season of Game of Thrones from Telltale Games is free this month. Really? All, what, five or six episodes. Oh, that's our PS Plus thing. That is a PS that's Plus good. title. It is free this year. Or this month. Excuse me. Wow. That, I'm going to get it. That Actually, this is a good month for PS4 titles because uh, there's both the complete season of Game of Thrones. Also, Until Dawn, the interactive horror movie experience. That's free as well? That is free this <gasps> month. Because I never finished it. Travis took it back before I finished it. Get it. Get it, girl. It's amazing. And if you have not played Until Dawn. It's so good. Get it. Mr. Robot's in it. Yeah. And Hayden Panettiere is in it. Yeah. Or as I call her, Hayden Pasta and Panini. <laughs> um, and also uh, the girl who was pregnant in season one of Superstore. Yeah, that one. She's in it. Duh. And uh, other people as well. It's really fun. And it's fun as a group, too. It is. Uh, that was a game where I played... I think I had the controller the whole time, and Todd... Just watched it like a movie. And chimed in occasionally <laughs> about choices, but for the most part, yeah, he just sort of enjoyed it's the ba- show. It's basically a choose-your-own-adventure horror. It is. It's good. And it's, yeah, and it, it ties... It, it definitely, it just, it goes with all the stupid horror tropes that you could mm-hmm. possibly imagine of slutty teens mm-hmm. and just, oh, it's... It's magic. But the thing I like about it, too, it's more story-driven rather than it's, than, like... It's not a hack and slash game. It's literally you're playing a character in a story. Yeah. So it's fun. They did a really great job with yeah. that game. I would love to see another thing just like it. Yeah. Like I would be okay with Until Dawn 2. Yeah. Me 3. So, yeah. Go get it. PlayStation Plus is good. But yeah, sorry. Game of it. Thrones, though, is also but free. But no, yeah. Telltale games. Yeah. Those are always fun. Yeah. So. so now cool. back on to Game of Thrones. Yes. We are going to talk about our 
three favorite moments in season six. So if you haven't seen season six, here we go again. I feel we have so many spoiler warnings this episode. Yeah, but it's Game of Thrones. Like people who watch Game of Thrones have already seen it. Yeah. And people who are listening and haven't, they just don't give a shit. So they'll just listen to it until we get through it. Yeah, but like yawn. Yeah. Ugh, these nerds and their shows with uh, dragons. Uh, dumb wizards and, uh, and giants. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what else is in Six, fantasy? And sexy Batman. <laughs> and sexy Batman. <laughs> um, so uh, I think um, Cersei blowing the fuck out of King's Landing with the green fire was pretty fucking awesome. Yes. Um, yes and no. <laughs> yes. Like Cersei's wildfire moment. Uh, was a very cool moment. As and, she watched from afar. But unfortunately, that very cool moment came at a cost that I was not a, that I was not comfortable with. Uh-oh. You better say what it was. Marjorie Tyrell. I love her. She went down. I know. She was vindictive, too. But she, like, she was so good, though, because, like, as much as Cersei knows how to play I the- I forgot she was in the chapel when that yeah. happened. As much as Cersei knows how to play the game- and she's just kind of like, but she makes, like, Cersei doesn't make any sort of, uh, she never even pretends to be nice. No. She's playing the game, and she fucking hates you. And she's the only get what time she wants. You, real feel, you really feel sorry for Cersei, well, one of the only times is when she's being beat the fuck up with the shame nuns. that <laughs> She deserved that a little bit. <laughs> You're a bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like Marjorie was so like, I don't know, she, she, um, she knew how to play the game, but she did it in a really, really... Um, very political, but like friendly way. Like she, she was She the, was sly. She, yeah, but yeah. like... And, and her then, mother oh, was I, a rhinoceros. <laughs> I love her mother. Uh, or grandmother. Grand, oh, yeah, grandmother. Her that's grandmother. right. Thank you. Yes. Oh, anyway, so yeah. Agreed. Whatever happened to her gay brother? I forget. Uh, Loris was the one who was right there when the wildfire went off. He had the... Oh, that's right, because right? he was part of the shame people, the, the flock of eagles. Sparrows. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he was part of the sparrows. <laughs> I said the flock of eagles, but I meant flock of seagulls, but... It was sparrows anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's get what, it together. What else do you got for your, your other two moments of the season? Um, when Cersei is crowned on the Iron Throne, man, someone loves their Cersei. Mm-hmm. But well, honestly, one of my favorite images in my head of the entire show, the entire show, like all the seasons, is when she steps out of that carriage at Castle Black in the very first episode in the very first scene and she's so regal with her furs and they're all looking at her and they're super dowdy and I'm like, this bitch is gonna fuck shit up. <laughs> Show enough. Because <laughs> I've never read the book so I didn't know it was gonna happen. Yeah, it's, I haven't read the books either so I was like, you know, not necessarily pleasantly surprised. I was always surprised though as the show <laughs> went on. Yeah. Because uh, the show is full of bad surprises most of the time. Oh, God. Um, she just does me right every time. And I love Lena Headley. Yeah. Head, head? He- uh, Heedy, I he- believe it is. Okay. I think it's Lena Heedy. I could be wrong. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I love her. That's what's, all. What's your, what's your third one? Oh, I get a third one? Good. You, <laughs> you asked what my three were, but you only get two? <laughs> my third is 
Cersei. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is not a situation <laughs> where like where the girl only gets seventy percent of what a male gets. Like you actually get all three. Can you see things you like? Yeah, right. But can you see like a pattern where like the only thing I like about Uncharted is Chloe. The only thing I like about <laughs> this is Cersei. I have some issues with a single character and everything. Yeah. Uh, no, but and, John and Chloe from <laughs> Life is Strange. I'm very weird. You and love- they all start with C. Yeah, I was like, you love a. <laughs> You love a, a woman whose name starts with a C. Apparently, oh, my and name you starts are. With a C. Oh man, I think we've like figured out part of your origin story. <laughs> you discovered my traps. <laughs> so, what's your third one? Um, Jon Snow and Sansa Stark, when they are reunited after reclaiming uh, Castle Black, is pretty phenomenal. It's epic. It's beautiful. It's brotherly, sisterly love, which I really like. Have grown to really enjoy. Sansa and I hated the bitch to oh, begin with. She she sucked so hard for like the first like four seasons, and like not to be a dick, but like I felt like everything bad that happened to her, she sort of like deserved. Well, it's because I think the reason is because she reminded you of that girl when you were growing up in school that was just too cool for school, and she was, like, upper class or whatever, and she had got everything, but she's very... doesn't give a fuck about anything. That's what she reminded me of. She reminded me of, like, the all the sorority girls I went to college with who were probably... Same thing. <laughs> yeah, they were smart, and they were pretty, and they honestly could have, like, been really trying to better themselves yeah and like have a future but instead a lot of them were just trying to land a rich husband yeah and it's like sansa is smart and from a good family and what did she want joffrey she kind of deserved that he was a monster yeah and like but then she did sort of become like just a weird thing of just where nothing but bad shit happened to her but as soon as she learned how to play the game Mm -hmm. with uh, her aunt and the moon door yeah, that was when I realized that was like the turning yeah. point. Oh, she knows how to lie now, and she is a force to be reckoned She's with. On fire. When even then, she had a really strong opinion about uh, them going into Battle of the Bastards, um, trying to tell John what what to do and what not to do when it yeah. came to uh, to Ramsay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she's getting pretty cool. Yeah. And her and John together are certainly an interesting And I like how pair. her wardrobe is better now. She was very dowdy before. Well, she's definitely grown up mm-hmm. quite a bit. And I think that's been a, a big sort of uh factor in that. Yeah, totally. Nice. So my three Yes, please. Um I did have one that you said originally, but I'm not going to repeat it. So I will Kaboom. I, yeah, I called it Cersei Kaboom. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so my and it wasn't even because I like Cersei. It was just because that you was love a, Cersei. No, oh. uh, it was just it was a fucking cool moment that like really kind of changed the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, my three are um, the Greyjoy Targaryen Lannister uh, alliance. Now that yes. um, now that Daenerys is crossing the ocean uh, with uh, Yara Greyjoy, mm-hmm. like this seems promising. So, what do you think is going to win, unity or crazy? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I hope for unity, but I know the show just loves to crush my dreams <laughs> by letting evil win all the time. All the time. Um, so yeah, like I think it's really cool though to see um, both like the outsider being Daenerys, the um the uh sort of oppressed 
of the Greyjoys. Like they've always sort of been like on the side skirts and just sort of a sad, dour people. Yeah. And the excommunicated from the Lannisters. Yeah. Tyrion, Tyrion. All coming back for Cersei. That actually is really exciting. So um, I'm excited about that. That's fun. Yeah. Um, the next one, uh, the end of Ramsay. Finally. Finally. He was such a little bitch. And he was on par with me as like with Negan. Kind of like of just, we get it. You're a bad guy. You like torturing people. You are a one-tune flute. Yeah. You are not fun <laughs> to watch anymore because you're just a one-note villain. Angry little man. Yeah. Like, Ugh. so- don't miss him. Don't miss him. Those dogs tore him apart. Yeah, I'm glad the dogs were fed. Yes. Like, and he can seriously fuck off. So, yeah. that was awesome. Bye, Ramsey. Yep. Bye. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Um, and uh, the, lastly, uh, hold the door. Hold door. Like, <laughs> that was... Wait, was that this season? That was. I had to look it up to make sure that was actually this season. Oh my god, I made up so many Hodor things. <laughs> well, I love all the Hodor uh, doorstops that I've seen. Oh yeah. Um, since that. But yeah. But it doesn't make sense to me how Hold the Door became Hodor. Like, I thought it was, like, rushed. Like, I don't know, I didn't make that... I mean, I know... That scene it does sounds a, the same. The scene does a pretty good job of establishing that, you know, Hold the Door starts with H-O and ends in O. I know, but how I don't realize how he thought that was his name after he said Hold the Door. I so don't think he thought that was his name. That was the only thing he could say. Oh. Like, well, I, the whole thing in there is that, like, what? Bran pretty much went back in time and fried Hodor's brain to the point where, like, all he knew was that he needed to hold the door. And the only word he can say then at that point was Hodor. His brain uh, was toast. I made up a song. Yeah. Hodor for one more day. God. It's so good. <laughs> there was another one. If I think about it, I'll sing it for y'all. But also, it's an interesting sort of, uh, like, mm -hmm. that's a cool implication, though, for the future of Bran. And that Bran's able to technically change the past. Yes. And that, yeah, he was able to completely destroy the mental development of a teenage boy you know however many years prior and uh so yeah like bran has the ability to change the future mm. in a way that bran although he can't really change the future actually i guess in that because like hodor when we were introduced to him was already just saying hodor which means bran had already done his change in the future to him in the past now we're into time travel problems but um yeah, like it is kind of crazy though how his powers work. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Hodor. No? Nope. Not that one. Not approved. Okay, sorry. Um <laughs> anyway, so uh those are my three my three Game of Thrones uh magic moments from season six. Reminding all those who watched over a year ago and Pissing off anyone who doesn't watch. Yeah, I'm pissed. Um, I feel like this episode just has to be called Spoiler Alert because it's been full of them. <laughs> That's all it is. Yes, and but with good cause. Yeah. So, yeah, any long-time listeners? Because we're going to have to be talking us. about Game of Thrones the next cast, so everybody's going to know, be caught up. It so. will be a thing where we will be talking about this. So there will be Game of Thrones spoiler alerts probably throughout the rest of the next this, seven weeks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Seven weeks worth of them.
Um, and who knows? If there's an episode where we're not super excited about it, we should be like, ah, eh, that was an episode. It was great. We that saw was a it. thing. We watched it. Yeah. Next week. It was week. 15 minutes. <laughs> it was a vine. <laughs> um, so uh, that's all I got news-wise. Ah. Uh, well... Would you like to talk about I think it's those? time to stop because you are stuck in a graphic jam. Oh, no, not a graphic jam. Yeah. Honk, honk. <laughs> that is the name that Keith gave us for my graphic novel little situation. Which it does feel appropriate given that we live in Los Angeles. Yeah, so like, cute. Yeah, graphic jam. We do spend jam. most of our time in traffic. okay so this week's graphic novel is pretty fucking epic it's called the red star and it is written created and hand-drawn by christian gossett who is a personal friend of mine and it came out around 1999 to 2006 was its run and has seen many different types of um well, Incarnations, it was a PS2 game, also called the Red Star. And I don't know if it's still happening, but Warner Brothers was supposed to do a movie called the Red Star. So uh, it's basically about this. It's about a future feudal war where magic and machines are both on, on both sides of the playing field. And um, it's in like a post-World War II Russia and it's very exciting because I love sci-fi fantasy. Obsessed. Like, fantasy's fun, sci-fi is fun, but when you mesh the two, it's pretty obsessive. And it's a very emotional story, and, you know, it's a war-torn land. It kind of is like a futuristic version of, I guess, maybe Les Miserables, I would say. Les Miserables. Rob? Yeah, I heard I heard my name. Is that Rob? <laughs> and um, one of my favorite characters, her name is Maya. She's actually one of the main characters. She's a caster, so she can summon spirits and ghosts and harness their energy. And um, her role is that she is a war hero, but she mourns over her dead husband, who is like a super war hero, and goes on this journey to find out what actually happened to him and what's going on because as we know there is life beyond death so we, we know that well yeah because she's dealing with so- the souls oh okay yes yeah i guess <laughs> did i just give something away no 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 i, I, I had i had never heard of, of the red star i probably did and oh, so well. <laughs> I, i'm learning stuff and actually right now i'm looking on the interwebs yeah what uh, does it say no i was looking at the um uh, I'm not looking up what you just said, but I'm looking up the game. Oh, yeah. It's actually pretty cool looking. So, yeah, Christian's like, oh, hey, I'll give you a copy for a PS2. It's like brand new, shrink-wrapped, the whole bit. And I'm like, that's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then and, um, I have, I I know it's more than four, um, what are these called? Booklets or comp, uh, compilations? Compilations. Or? But I've only read the first four, and it's really, really cool. And in my first one he gave me, it says, To Satine, wonderful to see you. I'm a fan. Oh, I love him. He's so sweet. So, yeah. That's he it. has to get in line, because we're all fans. Okay. Get in line. But, yeah. It's, um, it's a really good story. And he does some fucking amazing artwork, because... 
I feel like they're one of the only novels, especially back in like from the 90s to the 2006s, that use a lot of um, computer graphics in their in 3D rendering. Well, I like that the the actual publication is giant. Yeah, it's, it's massive huge. compared to normal sort of graphic novels. Like they're it's um like I want to say like old uh Rolling Stone issue large almost. Like it's so sharp. Yeah, it looks really nice. Really love his artwork. I got to go into his studio and see like his original drawings for it and he's like, "Hey, you can have one if you want. And I was like, no, I can't take one. But now oh I'm my like, God, you have to. You have to frame it and love it forever. Well, I would now, but I didn't have any connection to the characters until I read it. So I didn't know what I was looking at, you know? Time to make a call. I, I texted him today. I, like, <laughs> I should have taken those damn pictures. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's cool. So, nice. um, yeah. Now he needs to do a, a sateen. Yeah? The red sateen. <laughs> <laughs> So that would be fun. Oh, and he's also in, um, he makes a little guest appearance in the, uh, uh, there's some, um, and then there was Eve film. That really? I did. Yeah. So it's cute. Nice. Yeah. So, um, you crushing on anybody? I am crushing. Yeah. So hard. Oh, Jesus. On an enemy of the state. Who? Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name because I didn't look it up. It's either Roth or Rafe. I think it's Rafe from Uncharted 4 multiplayer. Rafe. Yeah. He's cute. He's kind of like a Jake Gyllenhaal sort of situation. He has a good hairstyle, I think, if mm. I remember him. Like, I see the one from like the, see like the one you have the final battle with in Uncharted 4? Yes. Okay. The sword fight. Yeah. Ooh, I want to sword fight him. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I I approve of that. Uh, yeah, that crush. I mean, when you're a pirate, you're a pirate all the way. Yeah, and honestly, <laughs> I um I want to say like uh, Uncharted three and four both. I think the villains were kind of some of the more attractive people in the those games because I really liked. Um, what's you like Catherine Marlowe? No, not Marlowe. Uh, <laughs> her lackey, other guy. Um, I can't remember his name. Or maybe he was... Oh, are you talking about Talbot? No, that was one. Um, oh, no, Talbot's three. Who's three. in two that I liked? The British guy. That was Talbot. No. Was it? I don't know. I This is a thing where I, I'm not going to have the answer. I can't games. remember. I just remember Marlo in three. I don't know. But, um, yeah, so I'm obsessed with his costume. Oh, Harry Flynn. Oh yeah, Flynn was cute, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right though. He's no uh, Rafe. Yeah, Rafe's like I said, very Jake Gyllenhaal kind of cutie, um, very pretty boy. He's kind of a bastard, mm-hmm. but he um, hires Nadine, who we will see in the Lost Legacy. And so. I really do like Nadine, and I love Nadine. Yeah, she's cool, and I'm I'm very excited mm-hmm. about Lost Legacy. More sort of fleshing out her character, I hope, because yeah. I felt she was a little kind of brushed off yeah and she had that really cool fight scene though with nathan in the tower but i wanted more about her character though because i really liked her and i don't didn't feel like she got her same with chloe we really don't know much about her either we don't i'm I'm hoping lost legacy really kind of does what it can to make sense of both of those yeah totally and oh well in um multiplayer you can put him in a speedo 
Ooh. Yeah. That's and fun. my roommate plays as him in a pink Speedo, and <laughs> his butt looks so cute in those little shorts. I just want to smack it. <laughs> Jesus. All right, then. Yeah. That's my crush. <laughs> so, On that note, who's yours? <laughs> so my crush, uh, I figured uh, I might as well dust this guy off since... Uh, Far Cry 4 is being played in this household right now. Um, mine is the main character from Far Cry 4, Ajay Gale. Ajay Gale? Yeah, Ajay Gale. <laughs> um, he's the, the main character that you play as. Um, you don't see him a whole lot. I want to say like... Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know what he looks like, but Steven said he's pretty cute. He is. He's like, uh, he looks like a Asian mix. He's wearing like a sort of... Like a little bit of like a windbreakery type thing, and mm. like he's just generally he looks like a a nice dude who's uh, willing to just sort of kick a little bit of ass. He actually, I mean, he has a similar sort of um, look as Sabal, more or less, but more modern. Ah, uh, because okay. like Sabal is very almost period, and he's wearing almost like a colonial kind of jacket ja- kind of thing. Yeah, and and he's a evil man. Yeah, and that is uh, ooh right. Oh yeah, he is cute. Yeah, he has, has like, a, a cool, a, a strong look about him. There were, you know, he looks like the kind of guy who's going to stop pagan men and lead the uprising. He kind of has a little bit of John Ligazzano in the early days in him. <laughs> <laughs> I never noticed that before. Do you see it though now? Yeah, I could kind of see a little bit of... Oh, uh, yeah. He used to be real cute. In yeah. the past, I thought he was real cute. Did you ever see that movie? What movie? The Pest. No, I never did. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so, so my guy this week. I approve. Yeah. He's cute. So there you have it. Yeah. You like men in military outfits, I can tell. Because I feel like that's been a few of yours. No? Well, unfortunately, a lot of people in video games wear military outfits. I don't think I'm into to, to uniforms all that much. But I don't know. I am. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Chris Pine in Wonder Woman is so cute. Oh, and he could not have done less for me. Mm. I'm so sorry for you. Not approved. How dare you? <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, so good times for all of us who like men in uniforms. Yes. But I guess that's the show. I think that Does is you have it. Do anything else to add? Uh, no. I have well, I have else something to, say. to add. You do? My Twitter and oh. Instagram is Satine the Dream. <laughs> and my uh, Twitch is Satine. All right, then. And I am at Fast Danger on Twitter and Mr. Gladstone, where Mr. is spelled out on Instagram and Twitch. You can follow the podcast at Bit Different on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You mean Bit Diff Podcast? Oh, yeah. <laughs> can I start again? No. Please. No, we've come too far. You can follow the podcast at Bit Diff Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can email us at bitdiffpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> we have new episodes every Wednesday. And would you kindly follow, rate, and comment in iTunes and the Google Play? Thank you so much. And we don't have any new comments. And I'm very sad. It's okay. We will get through this. Will we? Strength. In numbers. No, just strength. Find the strength within. (laughs) Strength, Satine. Okay. (laughs) I could do that. (laughs) Lord knows I need some strength in these troubled times. Right? (laughs) So. All right. Thanks for listening and ciao Bye-bye.